you think or depression may occur. Stay in your home. Curfew is at 7 p.m. sharp after work. Anyone caught outside the gates of their subdivision sectors after curfew will be shot. Remain calm. Do not panic. Your neighborhood watch officer will be by to collect urine samples in the morning. Anyone caught interfering with the collection of urine samples will be shot. Welcome back. And if you're just tuning in, welcome. You are listening to the Freedom Ministry on RBN. And I am your humble host, Chris Switzer. If you wish to call in and have a comment on air or ask a question, please, I just ask you to be intelligent and respectful, and you can do so. Dial 512-248-8252, 512-248-8252, and you can visit republicbroadcasting.org to donate and see other show hosts and, and shows and articles and all sorts of materials that you may enjoy and gain some wisdom from. We are speaking with a caller um, who I held over right before the break, Mike from Kentucky, who brought up, um, you know, older Bible versions and, you know, what they say in the side notes. Uh, please continue. Well, the, the uh, well, the, what you call the um, subject is grammatria, grammatria, however you pronounce it. And mm-hmm. the ancient the ancient languages between, uh, of course, most people are familiar with Roman numerals. You get caught, taught that in school a lot of times, Roman numerals. And a lot of the entertainment at the end will have a copyright on there that's written in Roman numerals. Uh, most people forget that after school, so it's hard for them to tell. Gee, that movie was from 1985, you know. Uh, mm. People won't consider stuff... Uh, as valid when it's really old, I think, sometimes, you know, TV shows or whatever. But anyway, we, we get taught Roman numerals. We don't really get taught Psalms 119 except in Sunday school, you know, like Va, the V, is uh, six. There's no, I think there's no F in Germany, in German. And I think there's no, is there an F in Hebrew? But the sixth letter is... Va, which is this lowercase v-looking character, mm-hmm. and I can't remember what it is in uh, in Latin, but those apparently in those three languages, it's on the Pope's garments somehow. But uh, I've seen some pretty good videos of the grammatria behind the the uh, was it Revelation chapter thirteen footnote mm-hmm. uh, in some in some versions. Like I said, the I, I was struggling in dramatic literature class and I, I could not read the plays of Shakespeare I just couldn't grasp it finally I got to see Mel Gibson's Hamlet and somebody said go look at the plot summaries in the, in the library and I found a book of all these plot summaries and when mm-hmm. you read a plot you read a plot summary then you can go back and you go you got a grasp of who the characters yeah, are and what, where they're going so you can and it's kind of like the Bible I, my mom had one of those King James versions that had from like 1958 had all of the inflection marks and the original grammar the original conventions where mm-hmm. words that were words that were added were in italics right and in the beginning in the front of the Bible that explained that. Well, on the internet, all, just about all of that is lost. 
you do not find web pages printing those special characters to represent how to properly pronounce stuff and what words were added by the King James. Right. And, and a lot of people find that ominous, you know, when you mention it. I've had, I mentioned that in church a while back, and I heard people gasp <gasps> because they read that curse <laughs> at the end. They've read that curse at the book at the end of the book of Revelation that says yeah. if anybody takes adds to or takes away from the words of this book, you know, there will be added the plagues of this book. Oh yeah. So uh, there's a few key spots where you got it, it's a head scratcher. Well, why did they add this? You know, why? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of times it's just simple the word the or two or something like that they add for clarity right. to to make it match more of our modern grammar. But in mm-hmm. some places, you know, it's a little bit yeah. uh, doctrinally questionable. I, one of my things that I'm riddling over a lot is, uh, I think it's Timothy 3, where it talks about oh. the doctrines of devils, and you're like, okay, the doctrines of, this is simple, I can figure this out, I can understand it. The doctrine of devils is forbidding to marry. Aha, Catholic priests are uh, uh, not allowed to marry. Uh-huh. You know, you put that with the, the Pope. You put that with the Pope, you know, having those 666 on his garments. It's the doctrine of devils. Like, ha-ha, I got it. I figured it out. I got your number. Uh, but then you then you see the word and commanding to abstain from me is added. Mm-hmm. Simply, if you simply just put a comma in there or leave it, you know, take out the words and commanding, it flips the meaning a little bit, and it lines up with he who is weak eateth herbs. Uh, and that whole chapter starts out, you know, that you should be they should be not received with much disputations, uh, that sort of thing. And don't I think Paul is admonishing people because they're all steeped in that pagan culture, and they're surrounded by all these temples that were sacrificing whatever mostly animals, I think, to pagan gods. And what do you do with that meat, you know? Some people who are weak would not eat it. They were weak in the faith versus those who think that they can eat whatever. But he admonishes them down there, if what you eat causes your brother to stumble or be offended, don't do it. You know, the goal is to bring people into the faith. If somebody's so offended by you eating that, meat sacrificed to idols you shouldn't be doing it because you're you're weakening your brother's faith you know you don't want to drink wine in front of them either if they're abstaining from wine or they think that they shouldn't have any which timothy i think was told to use a little wine for that stomach's often mm-hmm. infirmities people use that especially i think the catholics use that as an excuse to get a little drunk <laughs> yeah absolutely but, uh it's about self-discipline, I think, more than anything. You know, fasting is Yes. Fasting is not commanded. Uh, but in the book of Revelations, what does it say? Twice. Once in the male pagan and once addressing the female pagans. Uh, it talks to uh, Jezebel and Baal. And... Uh, basically puts a curse on the people who are committing sexual immorality and eating food sacrificed to idols. Once toward Jezebel, which would be the women that are engaging in sexual immorality, I guess, and then once towards the men under Baal worship. And so you start lining several of these scriptures up, you're like, well, how do I determine what's been sacrificed to idols in today's world, you know. You better be praying over everything you eat. <laughs> Man, you're not joking. <laughs> I'm not That's joking. Hopefully, hopefully the, the word spoken over it can be uh, effective. But no, I just wondered yes. if you'd looked at, like, the book of Enoch and how many different versions okay. there might be of Enoch or hmm. or... And if I could offer some constructive criticism, I don't know. Do you think that we can speak things and have them happen if we're in line? Or I mean, the, the, the old expression, be careful what you wish for. Yeah. What do you think you're doing when you pray? Yeah. 
Well, you can't ask a miss and expect it to happen, but if you ask a miss, you ain't going to get it. <laughs> you you right. got outside the, like, uh, what is that? We are aware of his devices. Well, you got to be part of the we. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what do you mean by we, Kimasabi? Uh, but mm-hmm. <laughs> the uh, uh, what I'm getting at is that one, I don't know. Do you have any favorite, like, inspirational hymns or anything? Do you have any hymns that are... Before your show was on, I don't know why it hit me in the head, upside of the head. I was singing, walking through the kitchen singing, Just a Closer Walk With Thee. Do you have yeah. any of those? Maybe you could switch out some of that dark and foreboding music. I know we're facing a lot of stuff. Yeah, but. You don't suggest that. I've, I've put some thought into that. Um, yeah. I find it, it, it... Yeah, for those who are, you know, like yourself have come, you know, to the understanding of, of what's really happening, what we're supposed to be, the order of which God intended it. Um, yes, I mean, maybe we could do without that. Um, but it, it, it reminds me of uh, Bill Cooper's uh, from the 90s, his shortwave program, oh. his intro. And it, it really, I, I don't know, it jarred me and it moved me um, to lay, lit a fire under my butt. And I, well, when you know, did that I, happen? When did that music get created or when did you first hear it? Um, it was suggested to me by a producer. Um, I, I'm sorry, yeah, one of the producers of RBN. A couple of, like, when four I, or five years ago? Uh, yeah, a couple of years ago when I started this show. Okay, because it sure sounds like what was going on in Australia during COVID. Hmm, yeah. And that, is, that <laughs> not, uh, is that not like a Ozzy Osbourne or some heavy metal song yeah. in the background? It is, yeah. yeah. All right. Some, uh, yeah, well... I don't know. I mean, it's it's appropriate sometimes, but it is kind of kind of. Uh, I understand uh, completely, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> I do. It's really dark, but I mean that's what we may be facing if we don't do something. You know, um, we're supposed to be in the world, not of the world. And I see so many people are retreating to these camper villages. Or I think it's great to have a little vacation place or spot if you do have to bug out of Chicago before it goes crazy, if it does. But yeah, so many people want Christians don't Christians don't want to be in the world. They want to, you know, I I don't know how to reconcile that because uh, at some point it's my people come out of her, right? How can be you be set in apart. the world? Yes. Huh? I said be set yeah. apart from. Yes, come out yeah. of them. Do not conform to the world. Uh, so I guess it's just got a discernment judgment call. Yeah. Uh, well, but we are to be anyway. lights unto the world. So it, it is, yeah, you have to have spiritual discernment and uh, be in order, be obedient. Well, I fast twice in a week, and I tithe of all that I own, so I'm okay. <laughs> I'm just joking. Hey, you and, you and the Father will know that, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's a little fun scripture reference there. But, mm. no. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I'll, I'll let you get back to it, man. I know you were in the middle of that article, so. Yeah, no, no problem. This is your show as well as mine, as I say. Yeah, well, hopefully somebody else has got better insight than I do might chime in. <laughs> well, thank you. Don't be a stranger, All Mike. All Bless right. you, brother. Bye. And I will speak to uh, or comment to what he said before I jump right back into it um, with the article I was reading. I do want to finish it. And I do know somebody else is holding. I'm sorry one dropped off. Um, please be patient. I do want to finish up this article, but I also want to address what Mike said. Um, he brought up what would be called extra-biblical or apocryphal, or um, I always mispronounce this word, but the uh, uh, pseudepigraphical um, and apocryphal uh, writings, which are also holy, holy writings. You know, I I believe them to be scriptural, Um, Enoch included. I actually got the collected works of Enoch the prophet, which includes the account of Enoch, of course, the book of Jubilees, um, the Book of Enoch, the Book of the Secrets of Enoch, Aramaic Dead Sea Scrolls, um, and I have yet to read it all. Um, I just got it, but I have read the Book of Enoch. Um, I just haven't read all the others, which are also attributed to Enoch, and it's it's very interesting. But again, you must bring it back 
to God's word, to what we know, you know, to be his foundational truth, his word. And if it's different, no, you know, but if it's in line with, it harmonizes, but it also um, illuminates things and gives you more understanding, more wisdom. Um, I'm all for it. And that's what I'm seeing in a lot of these writings, these sacred writings. So, yes, uh, the Book of Enoch is definitely interesting. I would suggest reading it. But if you have not you know, read your Bible and you're not daily reading your Bible and you don't have a firm understanding of the foundational scripture, no, I wouldn't suggest looking at that at all. Go to Genesis. Read the Old Testament. Then read the New Testament. Read it again. Study it every day. Pray fast. Repent. Be obedient. This is what it's all about. Come out of them. Who's them? The heathens, the nations, the world. We are not of this world. We're in it. But we are not of it. I'm going to finish up this article here, and then I will take your call. I appreciate you holding. I have not forgot about you. And it did say that even the church is warned about false teachers that will come and pervert the truth. Again, if you're just tuning in, I'm reading from an article I found in a newspaper, um, you know, just recent, last week. Um, I'm not going to give you the name of it. I'm not going to give you the columnist, but it is so poignant, and it is truthful. And it goes on. When Jesus was here, it was his voice that made the difference. But Jesus said that he must go away so that the Holy Spirit could be given. Why? Simply to avoid confusion. The more voices you hear, the more confusing the message. Ever had more than one person try to give you directions at the same time? No matter who your teacher or instructor is, the responsibility for what you learn is your responsibility. 2 Timothy 2.15 Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Verse 16, but shun profane and vain babblings, for they will increase unto more ungodliness. So true. So true. And that was in my wife and my wedding vows to one another. Very, very um, near and dear to me, that verse. Every man seems to have his own idea of how things should be, but they are born out of a personal desire known as I want to. God is not interested in your wants. He is concentrating on your needs. The mind can be your prison. The mind can be your prison. When you begin to think there is no way out of your situation, you are in prison. When you declare that all hope is gone, you are in prison. What has the world done? They try to take away all your hope. Right? Devalue your, your currency, your money. Make you think that all hope is lost. You're in despair. You're in prison. Luke 4.18-19 to The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. The Bible declares that only the truth can set you free. I don't care how big or little your church is. Are you knowingly sitting in service after service, knowing that the truth is not being preached, then it is time to leave. I was floored that this made it into the newspaper. And let me finish up the article and I'll comment. Compromise and ideology will not save you, he says. The only one you should be following is the one who is the way, the truth, and the life. Only in him, Yahushua HaMashiach, is truth and peace. Truth and peace. And the gentleman who submitted this column and got it printed in the paper is a retired pastor. A retired pastor. Well, there are still some God-fearing men around who guard his word and obey. And I know a couple callers dropped off. I do apologize, but I 
found it very, very poignant to read you that article and give you hope that there are those out there who know the truth, know what it is to be perverted by this world and what they're doing in this world and are admonishing people to come out of it. There's no hope in these public school systems. They're re-education camps. Get out of them. They're ungodly. They're wicked. Thank you so much for holding. I believe we have Dan still on the line. Yes? Dan from Washington. Yeah, I just wanted to call. I disagree with Mike's call. Uh, I've listened to the Old Testament and New Testament on audiobook. I think it's the good way to understand the basic story. But, uh, you know, there's a song, and I think in the, it was Jesus is Just All Right With Me. I'm not sure if that's the Doobie Brothers or uh, Steve Miller Band. Have you heard that? You know, Jesus is just all right with me. <laughs> but, uh, uh, not familiar, you, but you, go on. Oh, okay, yeah, I think it's Doobie Brothers, but, yeah. I, uh, you know, that song reminds me of the New Testament vibe, but I think uh, Black Sabbath, uh, I'm a fan of heavy metal, but the, the Old Testament is definitely appropriate with Black Sabbath. Uh, I mean, they're just, it is what it is. I mean, to me, that's, you know, if you're going to be talking about the devil and all this kind of stuff, you might as well have Black Sabbath, you know? There's nothing, like, happy and, uh, it's just totally appropriate, in my view. I don't know. They match together, the Old Testament and Black Sabbath. <laughs> yeah, I understand where both you and Mike are coming from. Um, there are right. so many layers to the, the scriptures. I mean, you can see, um... You know, the, the salvation through the cross, literally, the resurrection, everything from beginning to end, it's in the Old Testament as well. So there is hope. Um, there is, you know, that that New Testament vibe, if you will, all throughout the Old Testament. And I see it, and it's, it's, it's there. It's all throughout. But um, you can see it in Isaiah. You can, you can see it all throughout the Bible, in Genesis even. Yeah, I, I got a pretty... Black Sabbath vibe from it. You know, we will smite thee and smote thee and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, thanks for taking the call. Good show. Of course. <laughs> of course. Thank you, Dan. God bless you. And we are at a break, folks. Don't go anywhere. We'll return right after the commercial. Stay tuned. Contact loved one, insurance agent, or attorney. Shut up. We are we are still on the air. Uh, my apologies. I heard the music. Um, so let's continue. That article written by that gentleman that I brought up just floored me. It absolutely floored me. So refreshing that I am now subscribing to that newspaper until they give me a reason to unsubscribe. But that gentleman did it. And there needs to be more people like him, like you perhaps, listening, to bring the truth to those who need to hear it. We must edify the saints. We are a remnant. He said there would be a remnant, and he's kept that remnant. And that's why I believe we were scattered. Had we not been scattered, had he kept us all in some little enclave in, you know, the promised land somewhere in Canaan, which is now present day Palestine called Israel, I believe we would be wiped off the face of the earth by satanic forces through man's hand, of course. And that's just the way it is. It's a war on the saints that's what this bogus Gazan war is all about. They're just killing people. It's just eliminating threats. Threats to what? Threats to their beast system. Everything is about the beast. And the destruction of the faith 
of the Ecclesia. They, <laughs> it's so interesting, and in a, in a, a brother who I've, I've learned so much from, um, my elder that I would go to, and thankfully I have one, um, they want to keep you from the kingdom of heaven. They want to keep it from you, despite them not even going into it themselves. But they don't want you to have it. But they want to try to find some end run at cheating death. They're so afraid of death. Because they understand what some of the world does not. That they will not be converted because they are not set apart. In the eyes of the Most High. They've been written out of the book of life. They will taste. The second death. And yes. They will be. Judged. Severely. Severely. Especially those at the pulpit. Who are leading their flocks astray. It's one thing for you as an individual to be disobedient, maybe affect you, or even your whole household, which is terrible. But for you to take down a whole congregation with you, and they and their households as well, or the little ones involved, and you're leading them astray, again, I I referenced Matthew 18.6, millstones. I'd love to have some some stock in millstones, you know, that might be valuable in the future if we have our way with these disobedient creatures who are killing our young ones and influencing them to lop off their body parts and change who they are as if the Most High didn't create them perfect in the first place. And that's at the the crux of that article. He is warning America to the problem at hand, the corruption at the highest level of morality, which is our government. Which is our government. Don't give me that Romans 13 nonsense. It doesn't even say what you think it says. You can't use that to justify what this satanic, wicked beast system does. And say, oh, you must obey it because look at Romans 13. No. It doesn't say that. And maybe it'd be poignant that we look at that. Like I just looked at that with fellow believers. And we had fellowship and discussed it and fleshed it out and studied to show ourselves approved unto him. And right before Romans 13, let me read you the end of chapter 12, right before it, which is verse 21. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Well, if you stay in those education camps or re-education camps long enough, the public school system, don't go anywhere, we'll return right after the break. Stay tuned. No more than two people may gather anywhere without permission. Use only the drug prescribed by your boss or supervisor. Shut up! Be happy! Obey all orders without question! The comfort you've demanded is now mandatory. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Attention, freedom-loving patriots. Are you ready to dive deep into the principles that founded our great nation? 
Join me, Peter Seraphine, and the Institute on the Constitution as we light the way to a brighter future with the Liberty Lighthouse Classroom. At liberty-lighthouse.com slash classroom, you'll find a treasure trove of online courses on the U.S. Constitution, carefully crafted to empower you with knowledge to defend your rights and liberty, whether you're a student, a history enthusiast, or just a concerned citizen. These courses are for you. Gain a comprehensive understanding of our Constitution's principles, the wisdom of our founding fathers, and how to apply them in today's world. As a special offer to our freedom-loving listeners of Republic Broadcasting Network, use coupon code RBN at checkout and get 20% discount on any course. Join the Liberty Lighthouse Classroom and be a part of the movement to uphold the values that have made our nation exceptional. Unleash the power of knowledge and protect what truly matters, our Constitution. Visit liberty-lighthouse.com slash classroom today. Don't miss this incredible opportunity. Use code RBN for 20% off. Together, we'll be the beacon of freedom our founding generation envisioned. Liberty Lighthouse Classroom. Illuminating minds, empowering patriots. Did you know the IRS publicly admits that income tax is collected by voluntary compliance? Get the information you need to help you avoid income tax with these five easy steps. All you have to do is go to avoidincometax.com to get your five easy steps on how to avoid the IRS income tax. Escape the IRS. Let avoidincometax.com help you. We guarantee our five easy steps or your money back. Go to avoidincometax.com. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read a few highlights. Extendivite works in keeping my blood pressure in the normal range. I have been using Extendivite for many years. Great product. I use regularly and I rarely get sick. This product has relieved what appeared to be angina pain in my chest and shortness of breath after climbing stairs. I'm quite happy about it. My husband, son, and I have been using this product for a few months now, and we have noticed an improvement in our joints and blood pressure. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Welcome back, folks. Welcome back. You are listening to the Freedom Ministry on RBN. I am your host, Chris Switzer. If you wish to donate to RBN and help out, please do so. You can send a check or money order payable to RBN. Just send it to 2251 Double Creek Drive, number 302, Round Rock, Texas, 78664. Or you can simply visit republicbroadcasting.org and hit that donate button, folks. Hit the donate button and help keep voices like mine on the air. You can also dial 512-248-8252 to comment or ask a question. I just ask you to be intelligent and respectful. Again, that's 512-248-8252. This is your show as much as it is mine, folks. And with that, we do have another caller, Chance, in West Virginia. Hey, Chance. Yeah. yeah, hello, Chris. Have you noticed the Palestinians have one trait that Americans don't have? And you know what that is? They don't fear death. They Amen. mourn They mourn death, but they don't fear it. Everybody's and a martyr have, in their yeah. mind. Now, Americans... Yes, go ahead. No, I just wanted to... Uh, you're right, and it's by necessity, as I see it, um, because, they're, they're, I mean, imagine living in that condition and fearing death. Yeah, see, and Americans, 
Yes, yes. And Americans are so afraid of dying that what do they do? They run out and get the COVID jabs, which kills them anyway. See, I mean, yeah, Americans, I don't know what the hell it is with Americans, but I don't see no hope for the American people. Sure, there's a certain percentage that don't think that way, but the majority are lost. They're gone. Uh, And then it makes you wonder this. If they fear death so much, I mean, it's not that we want to die. I faced death myself. I overcame mm. it with God's will. Okay? Mm. But, but I mean, with their fear of death, you have to ask yourself, what the hell are they being taught in their churches? Somebody's, yeah, not, do- somebody's not doing their job. And so it's a sad state of affairs. And here we had Christmas, right? Hmm. Now, there's only a handful of houses up here on the mountain where I live, right? Not one manger. Snowmen, inflatable snowmen, inflatable Santa Clauses. I said, look at this. This is pathetic. Now, I can understand you do it for the grandchildren or whatever. But, you know, you don't put a manger out there at least, too. I mean, they don't know the meaning of spirituality. This is why uh, uh, I don't see hope for American people. I mean, look, they don't even know if their own neighbors are living or are dead or alive. This is a sad state of affairs. And it's not all people, Chris, but it's a majority. Let's face it. And I cannot see sacrificing anything for these type of people. I really can't. And I've come to the conclusion, I've got to do what I've got to do for me with the, with the help of God's grace. I said, I'm not sacrificing for these people. I'm not in the same plane with these. I'm not in the same planet with these people. They're of the devil. That's the thing. They're not, well, they're not of, of, of God. I, it's incredible. And I'm sure it's like this all over the country. Let's face it. Uh... uh and that's what I and I haven't seen that that much growing up, you know. I'm over sixty, but I haven't seen it so much, you know. And let's face it, innocent people have been murdered. That's the only reality and truth is that innocent people have been murdered and will be murdered from the beginning of time to now. And American people think that their number will never come up. I mean, how arrogant, how arrogant to think that you think, do these people think they're actually any better or any different than Palestinians? Hmm. Think about it. I mean, all right, it's a different theology, but still, it's human beings. I mean, I cannot understand the American way of thinking anymore. I just can't. It scares the hell out of me. They're blinded by Zionism and Satanism. Twofold the doubleisms they follow. Zionism Zionism and Satanism. And you know what? And that's what's going to kill them, because they fear it. Yes. Yep, that's what's going to kill them. Their fear is the exact thing that will kill them, and they don't realize that. Amen. Yep, well, God bless you, Chris. Thank you for taking my call now. Always, always, Chance. Thank you for calling. He's correct. And uh, again, right back to what this um, retired preacher, you know, submitted to the, the newspaper that I, I read you. If you're in a church and the man, or dare I say woman, or dare I say it at the pulpit, is preaching anything other than the good news, the gospel, Scripture of the Most High. What are you doing there? Get out. You will not change it from within. It is you who will be changed. Do not conform to this world, folks. Be set apart. Come out of it. Or you are out of order. You will be judged. Your family, your house, if you be a man and the head of that house be the head covering get in order be subject to Yahushua HaMashiach and through him go to the most high the heavenly father we have Patrick holding from Texas 
Hey, Patrick. Hi, Chris. Um, dark days indeed. There's a there's a commentator on YouTube by the name of Jerry Day. He had a book out too, the most dangerous book um, in America. Um, had um, a lot of writers there, and um, but um, here he started off saying, uh, "How much criminalization can you stand?" Uh, they, uh, um, it was like uh, we're five percent of the world's population. We're twenty five percent of the of the population incarcerated. We're uh, we just basically turned into a prison planet, is what it amounts to. Um, mm. uh, you know, they they will they will if you try to transfer ten thousand uh, ten thousand dollars, they will automatically report you to IRS. If you try to transfer less than ten thousand dollars, that's structuring. You still get reported to the, to the IRS. Um, attorney will they they joke amongst themselves. They can they can they can criminally prosecute any American any day for, for three criminal uh, 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 crimes, and uh, so they can they can, they can, you know this is a this is a, it's not there's no there's nothing to joke about you know they they can they can look what look at January sixth them poor people did nothing really. They went up there to participate in a, in a, in a, in a, in a and they got actually trapped into, you know, and they were here, they went after them. Uh, they could do it to anybody, anytime. It's just a matter of, you know, do they want you or not? Um, there's a, you know, James, uh, 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 the, uh, the political cesspool with, uh, yeah, the attorney they have on there, he says, uh, uh, it's, it's just a, con- it's just a kangaroo court. Uh, just to be blunt about it, and he, he would he would know he's a valedictorian, and uh, I've talked to him before, but he didn't know anything about common law. You know, all he knows is court procedure, and uh, he says you know it's like uh, Article Three courts. Well, that's the judicial system, and uh, yes, they have you know courts under that, but that's not supposed to be pertaining to us. You know, we're supposed to have common law courts anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. But no, this is very dark times. Uh, you know. Uh, they could, they could, there were 80 million statutes and codes when uh, Sam Dixon, I'm sorry, I got a trank. I'm going to let you go. Uh, All right, I, I appreciate you, Patrick. Um, and I believe we, we are in dark times, yes, but there's hope. I think that we are in, um, we're pretty deep in the latter days, and I believe we are the fig tree generation. Um, and I believe we are encamped by, among, you know, encircled by our enemies. I warn you, I warn you, those doing Satan's bidding, Yahuwah will fire upon you, fire from heaven. I mean, it's right there, folks. And I have to work on my own, you know, for my own salvation, uh, my anger, because the wrath is not for me. I give it to him. The wrath is of Elohim. And that's that Old Testament vibe that the previous caller was talking about with his uh, love of, you know, black metal and whatever. Um, I'm not into that stuff, but I am very happy, confident, knowing that I have the Most High, the creator of the universe on my side. And that as long as I trust and obey, and I'm in order, I'm just fine. I have a promise of eternal life. Mine and my house is saved. I appreciate you calling in. I have uh, Tom from Utah calling in. Hey, Tom. Hi, Chris. I keep hearing these ministers on the TV or around and even some on RBM saying, come to Christ, take him as your personal savior. So my question is, what does it mean? What does it mean to come to Christ? What does it mean to take him as your personal savior? Sure. What does it mean to you, Tom? I think the word is simple. It's First uh, Corinthians chapter 13. If I, though I speak with the tongue of angels and have not charity, I'm a sounding brass. And I hear the sounding brass. Hmm. So what is the key message of Christ? Love. Charity. 
love, empathy, being harmless before the brute creation. Yes. And and his promises is when you are living that law or living in compliance with your creation, you will not suffer dis-ease, disunion, disability, dysfunction. But we are a nation of dysfunction. Why? Yes, we are. Our hands are filled with... Yeah. Our hands were our hands are filled with blood, as Isaiah tells you in chapter one, I think it's verse fifteen. We we are coming to Christ and our hands are filled with blood. Why? Yes. How? So are we examining every act, everything that we do in relationship to that offense? Are our hands filled with blood? And I will tell you quite frankly, having worked in the medical field, we are not healthy, we're not happy because we are filled with blood. We are like whited sepulchers. We are filled with dead men's bones, dead bones. Anyway, so I think the message of Christ, if we're at one with him, is simply to be charitable. And everything we do must comply with that. Absolutely. Absolutely, Tom. I I hear these ministers on the TV, come to Christ. Oh, yeah, but send us a check. (laughs) (laughs) So what is their motivation? What is their purpose? Filthy lucre. They give you beautiful words. You know, they get a choir to sing behind them as they're giving them their ministry, their speech. So I can see people running to the TV or running to their wallet, making out a checking, send it to Copeland or Graham or to uh, these guys that have committed adultery in your face. You know, That's like right, my, all types of sin. Yeah, among others. You know, my wife saying, well, but they repented. I said, yeah, but they read the scriptures from the get-go. Did did they not read the fact that fornication is an abomination? Mm. Anyway. Yeah, they're actively um, misleading, you know, their flock, and they'll be judged severely for it. (laughs) See, so I I go back to that, that simple message. If you have not charity, you are you are sounding brass. So I have to examine everything that I do from the time I get out of bed to the time that I go back to bed, and even in my sleep, is this in compliance with the will of Christ? And what was yes. His will? Pretty simple. It's not hard. It's not hard no. to be kind, is it? No, His yoke is easy. The Beatitudes are very clear. Blessed are the meek. Blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are the, you know, the humble. They're the ones that are worthy of the world. Yeah, worthy they of, yes. Worthy of life, life eternal. That doesn't mean necessarily, in my mind, it doesn't mean you're going to live forever. But while you're alive, you will be living a life of fulfillment. You'll not become demented or disabled, or diseased. Yes, you know, I have we are to, promised eternal life um, if we be converted in the Spirit. Right. Right. So we don't have to become demanded. No. We may pass through the veil, you know, to go from this physical life to the eternal life, and the life beyond. But we don't need to suffer disease or disharmony. Anyway, sorry about that. But I, oh, oh, yeah. Mike was referring to First Timothy chapter 4, mm-hmm. where, the word, where the word commanding was added to mm-hmm. literally with that, that intent, 180 degrees. Right. So it is really important that when you're reading the scriptures that you have a 
a, a, a version that lets you know what has been modified by the scholars who were under the dutiful pay of the King James, who was not necessarily a perfect man, was he? Uh, no. No, he wanted to you cover don't want to do what he did. <laughs> yeah, he, he didn't want those other Bibles out there, so he had them removed and he gave you the official. Mm. Anyway. I appreciate so, you calling in, Tom. So I think the message of Christ is simply be kind. And that's yes. easy and simple. In everything you do. Yes, sir. Anyway. There's the music, folks. We're going to break. Don't go anywhere. We'll return. Anyway, thank you. Sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBTalk.com and join the social media revolution. Hey there, are you going to wait till the cows come home to get your new ease-off drop and lift? What in the world is an ease-off drop and lift? Our Ease-Off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control. That sounds great, but can I afford it? Sure, and the Ease-Off installs fast. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue, speed up your line, and increase profits. Okay, I'm convinced. Where can I get my Ease-Off? Go to easeoff.com. That's E-A-Z-E-O-F-F dot com. And hurry because we're offering free shipping for a limited time. Easeoff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. Easeoff, LLC, 417-932-6419. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Email Tom at republicbroadcasting.org. T-O-M at republicbroadcasting.org. America is now under martial law. All constitutional rights have been suspended. Stay in your home. Do not attempt to contact loved ones, insurance agents, or attorneys. Shut up. Do not attempt. Welcome back. Welcome back, folks. This is the Freedom Ministry on RBN. We're approaching the end of the show here. I am your host, Chris Switzer. Uh, Tom brought up, of course, what the previous caller brought up about the King James translators adding to the Bible. And we learn right at the end of the Bible in the New Testament of Revelation that to add or take from this Bible, this scripture, his word, 
it will be your own detriment. May the plagues of his Bible come upon you, and may you be removed from the book of life. So it's pretty important we don't mess with this stuff, right? And he brought up 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 3, which in the King James says, Forbidding to marry, and then they added wholesale, and commanding to abstain from meats, which God hath created to be received with thanksgiving of them which believe and know the truth. It never said, and commanding, at all. And the ISR Bible that I prefer to, you know, read and study from, the scriptures, which has the Hebrew names and other such things, says this. This is 1 Timothy 4, uh, chapter 4, verse 3. Forbidding to marry, to abstain from foods which Elohim created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and know the truth. So it's important, folks, that you have a concordance, that you have a Bible that shows you to the best of the scribes' ability, hopefully, with the Holy Spirit upon them, what it intended to say, what it actually says, what his word is. And you can still get all of it and the truth right out of your King James but yes a lot of this stuff is confusing and it can you know throw a wrench in things and change things if you're not understanding that the italicized is added or that it was added in the first place so on and so forth or words being changed you know they don't really closely match the intent of the author of that book in the context of the verse or the chapter. So I would recommend to anyone, take a look at the interlinear Hebrew Old Testament and the interlinear Greek New Testament, which will show you what it says in English, and it will show you what's behind these words and why they selected these English words. What did the original Hebrew mean? And then look at that word and what it means. Go deeper. That's what I truly believe it means in 2 Timothy 2.15 into 16. To study, to show thyself approved unto Elohim. Correctly cutting or dividing the word of truth. We have the greatest Weapon, if you will. But it's it's just like a sword. It's double-edged. It'll keep the truth and love, but it'll also cut at the end. The adversary. Go with God, folks. Trust and obey. Please donate and listen to RBN. And go with Elohim. God bless. I'm out. Shut up! Be happy! Obey all orders without question! The comfort you've demanded is now man. Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise from flags to t-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth.